Hey guys, and welcome back to the Grad Life Podcast. My name's Tara and I'll be your host today. So on today's episode, we have Richard Flood, who is speaking to us all the way from Sydney, Australia. Um, and poor Richard had a very early wake call today at 7am to do this podcast, so we're very appreciative. Um, so Richard is a trade development executive for Enterprise Ireland and is based in Sydney. So welcome, Richard, and thank you for joining us today. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Um, so I suppose if you don't mind just uh, taking us back to the beginning as to how you've got to where you are today. And yeah, so you studied in UCD, is that correct? Yeah, so um, what actually happened was, um, so I finished up my leaving cert in Ireland and I got a very good opportunity to take a gap year in Australia. So I've actually, I've lived and worked in Sydney before. So okay. I, yeah, I was kind of coming to the end of school and me and three or four of my friends got the opportunity to work in a boarding school out here in Sydney. So it was kind of funny. It was, we were 18 and we applied for it and our parents were like, not a hope in hell. Yeah. And then they came back and were like, here's a job for all four of you. And we'll give you accommodation, food and like a job for the year. Oh, wow. So that, yeah, got it. And essentially postponed my university for a full year and came out to Sydney and lived and worked. And it was incredible to sort of get a bit of a taste of working life so early on and sort of have the responsibilities of living out on my own and you yeah. know managing my finances and doing all of that but it was yeah it was yeah definitely. yeah then, very young age as well yeah yeah um yeah we were 18 was, but I was lucky I like it was quite a good program in the sense that like the school gave us accommodation gave us sort of fed us through their boarding school arm and sort of fed us as well okay. gave us money as well so we were we were quite lucky in that sense they were kind of looked after us but um yeah it was fantastic to move so far away so young but it was great and I was with three or four of my friends so it wasn't the worst move in the world but it was class um and then came back and did history as my undergrad in UCD and um history was great don't get me wrong and it was very good course sort of from the standpoint learning skills like reading going into details sort of being able to write essays and sort of make an argument and sort of see arguments from all sides but I kind of found I got to the end of history and I felt that I was applying for jobs and I wasn't necessarily getting into the jobs or roles or getting accepted for the roles that I maybe wanted to do so I sort of then needed to figure out a way of kind of I suppose moving into a master's that would sort of get me into the roles that I wanted to get into Uh, and for the sorry were the were the jobs you're applying for were they like to do with your course or were kind of just outside what you'd studied so they're outside what I studied so I kind of okay, knew yeah. when it came to the end I kind of wanted to work in something along the lines of kind of what I'm doing now with Enterprise Ireland so I wanted yeah. to get into a business role and preferably get into a business role which kind of um I suppose has sort of a good mission behind it of you know helping Irish companies or doing something along the lines of promoting Ireland I just wasn't sure exactly how that would look and, yeah, um, yeah. looking at uh, the Enterprise Ireland role and I, there's sort of one similar called the Board Be a Grad Scheme and yeah, I just felt I wasn't necessarily getting into the roles I wanted with the history degree so yeah I got very lucky Queen's University Belfast was a very good management master's which was sort of a conversion business master's and it was great. I moved up to Belfast for a year and absolutely loved it. And Amazing. had a great time. Didn't know anyone in Belfast, but the course was good and the university offered a very good course. So I decided why not and got lucky. No, and yeah. Loved it. Yeah. 
No, you're dead right. And uh, did you find studying in Belfast was much different studying in Dublin or? Um, yeah, it was maybe a little bit daunting at the start. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Yeah, for sure. And, um, yeah. I, I got lucky. I've kind of been in school in the Republic of Ireland and uh, I'd kind of gone into UCD and it's very easy to kind of go from secondary school in the South yeah. to secondary school in UCD because you kind of have a lot of your friends are still there. Everyone moves up with you, yeah. Um, so moving up to Queens I I didn't know anyone but Mm -hmm. the course was the right fit for me so I moved up got lucky sat down on my first day and there's three or four guys that I got on quite well with on my first day in the lectures and we were kind of good mates from day one so yeah uh, I just kind of fell on my feet to an extent but um, I also knew like um, whenever I was moving up to Queens I was looking for ways to kind of put myself out there and kind of make friends so I actually I took on an RA role um okay. greens because yeah I got lucky um got lucky enough to be accepted as an RA so I was looking after kind of the postgraduate accommodation and um, okay. because I, I need to figure out a way of not only being able to like all university students live and work in the city while I was studying and yeah so wanted a way of kind of meeting people and also gaining a bit of experience sort of dealing with students from lots of different places so I took on the RA realm I loved it and it was also a great way of making friends while I moved up yeah no you seem very like a social sociable person anyway between the gap year going all the way to Sydney when you're 18 and then um making friends no problem like moving to another city and whatnot so that's great so that's really amazing the way you adapted so um quickly and easily yeah it was good yeah I, I love Queens it was, it was a great year to be fair um so that's amazing then and then so after your master's then where did you end up yeah, so um, while I was sort of studying in Queens, um, I sort of I spied the Enterprise Ireland grad scheme while I was kind of coming to the end of history. Okay. And I knew it was something I'd, I'd love to go do. So um, one of the best things I ever did was I went to, and I recommend for all grads, I went to Queens Career Office quite early on. Okay. And I contacted them and I was like, hi, look, this is something that I'd really like to do as a potential job. And this is something that I'd really like to get involved in as the grad scheme and they were fantastic they offered me lots of supports in terms of like interview prep how to really get your cv in order etc and like they offered lots of supports like that and put me in contact with a few people who sort of worked in similar roles who gave me quite good insights and um yeah so i spied the enterprise ireland grad scheme and i knew it was something i wanted to do so just began applying for that while i was in university and um the recruitment process for enterprise ireland is quite rigorous it's sort of a six to eight month process with about sort right. of six to seven different rounds of interviews and tests etc but um, okay. very luckily, yeah luckily enough by the end of it um they offered me a job which was great I was in my final semester of Queens and got the message to say would you like to come to Sydney and join the team down here and oh that's amazing and yes and it was great um, yeah and you you applied for the Sydney role did you it wasn't yeah, so kind of how it works is you sort of do your top five spots, so you do, and then you okay. do your actual uh, top three slots, um, and I sort of had Sydney in my top three, so I did, and that's why I was delighted whenever they turned around yeah. and like, would you like to go to Sydney, and obviously, because I sort of lived and worked in the city before, um, yeah. I knew a few Australians out here, and I suppose probably had a few mates that were moving out to sort of live and work here also, yeah. so it all kind of ended up, and yeah, and the team over here is fantastic. Like, I got lucky that um, to be joining such a good office here in Sydney. 
they're fantastic okay. yeah no that's amazing and I'd say it was so reassuring for you just in your final semester kind of just a weight off your shoulders you know you have a job lined up now and you can just go and do that especially after taking the initiative to do the masters in the first place because you knew you yeah were, yeah just because you knew you would like wouldn't have been able to get that had you just left like stuck with just the history and as your undergrad yeah like um I think um like uh, the master's was great like history was a fantastic undergrad degree don't get me wrong but um the master's was just really helpful from the standpoint of um kind of getting me into the jobs that I wanted to do and um I was pretty yeah I was pretty delighted to kind of finish history and then go into this sort of management master's which really kind of gave me the opportunity to kind of get my foot in the door of the jobs I wanted and then luckily that combined with my sort of overseas experience was quite helpful I think in sort of applying for the Enterprise Ireland role and um, yeah. like everything else it's always very nice to get a phone call in your final semester and be like we actually have a job or a grad school yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> a lot a lot very, of pressure yeah very reassuring um and then how did you stumble across Enterprise Ireland you just you just always knew about the company and you you said you already knew you wanted to apply for the grad program yeah, so um, I was actually, I was finishing up my history degree and um, I was kind of looking at kind of where I wanted to go with my career, what I kind of wanted to do in later life. And um, kind of being from the north, I'd heard about sort of Invest and I, which would be sort of the Northern Ireland body of Enterprise Ireland. And I always knew that like, I would like to do something kind of in that space. So while I was finishing up history, I was kind of just looking at different opportunities and different sort of grad roles that were available and literally almost by accident stumbled across the Enterprise Ireland grad role and I suppose like a lot of graduates I was kind of finishing uni and knew I wanted to kind of travel but I also wanted to do it kind of in a manner that sort of would line up with sort of learning and working in sort of a professional environment and yeah. sort of the grad like the grad scheme with Enterprise Ireland sort of seemed to marry the two quite well so I was like god that's a sort of role I would love to work in sort of long term yeah um, you know they're definitely very well suited just with the whole traveling and the working and um, so yeah. you definitely got the best both worlds there um, and then would you, would you mind just kind of going more into detail as to like for the listeners who don't maybe know as much uh, what exactly Enterprise Ireland does and like what they promote? Yeah so um, Enterprise Ireland we're the trade and investment arm of the Irish government so I suppose there's kind of um, two main parts of Enterprise Ireland so there's a part that would be based in East Point in Dublin and they would work with sort of Irish client companies and they would help them, excuse me, with a number of different supports. So there'd be a lot of kind of funding that would come out of East Point. So probably the best, most recent example that people might have heard of would have been during COVID-19. There was a lot of kind of COVID-19 supports for enterprise Ireland client companies. So yeah. kind of to help them keep their doors open and sort of help them keep employees um, employed during sort of obviously COVID and then obviously there'd be sort of different funding that would come out of East Point such as they do like things like market discovery funds which give them the opportunity to travel to markets and sort of see if they can export here and then with that there'd be a whole load of other supports from East Point that would sort of help them get up and running um, and then I would kind of work more on the international offices side so I think we've over 40 international offices sort of based throughout the world and if you wanted to export here or if you wanted to say export here to Sydney, we would help you with in a number of different ways. Um, I suppose probably 
the best thing we have here in Sydney is our local business network. Obviously, there's a lot of Irish people here in Sydney. I yeah. Think the most concentrated um, amount of Irish people uh, per capita outside the US. So Yeah, definitely. I feel like loads of people have, like in particular in recent times, especially um, yeah. running to Australia. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like um, there's a lot of Irish people in quite senior positions. So it's great to kind of connect them with Irish businesses and they give like uh, sort of great advice from the standpoint of how to export here, what to do here. And then with that, we offer a number of different supports. Like um, if you want to sort of work in the Australian market, you need to set up a local entity. So we would sort of put them in contact with lawyers who'd help them with that. And if they're opening up offices, we'd help them with PR. Um, and then just a number of different roles along those lines. And then also like if you're a company that would like to export here, we can put you in contact with the Pathfinder. There's kind of a range of supports that we can offer as an international office. Okay, very interesting. So you're basically like just a support network, essentially, for Irish companies. Yeah. So if you're if you're in the Enterprise Ireland network and you're looking to export here, we offer all these services for free. And it's just a great way to kind of help Irish companies to export here. And then on the flip side of that, we benefit because if an Irish company does do well here, kind of our main end goal as an organization is always to try to grow more jobs back in Ireland. So okay, if yeah. that company exports well here and then they can then employ more people back in Ireland, that's, you know, it's a win-win for everyone. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely for sure. Um, and then, so if if you're based in the Sydney office, I presume, would you would there be much travel then involved in your role or would you be quite stationary then? Uh, yeah, so um, so our Sydney office actually, so we have two offices here in Australia. So we have one in Sydney, one in Melbourne. Um, okay. And then we, through those two offices, we would cover all of Australia and all of New Zealand, um, which is very interesting. So um, kind of from an Australia standpoint, there'd be a lot of travel between sort of Sydney and Melbourne. And um, one of the really good things we run here are sort of business advisory panels. So I think this is something that might be a little bit unique to the Australian market, but it's whereby we kind of bring in local Irish business leaders and we let our companies sort of present their value proposition to them, explain how, what their kind of route to market is and how they're going to export here. And then our sort of leaders within the local Irish community ask them questions, give them quite good advice on sort of, you know, how to maybe improve the value proposition. And then also kind of adjusting sort of plan to the Australian market because like everywhere in the world you know everywhere has their different sort of nuances as markets so yeah there it's been really really helpful so we'd run one of those every couple of months in Melbourne we'd run one in Sydney we'd run one in Wellington most recently and we'd obviously then have to travel for each of those and then through the role we would attend a lot of different like trade fairs so kind of the big one in New Zealand would be field days it would be kind of like the plowing championships Okay. Yeah. So obviously, yeah. Irish agri machinery is yeah. an, an incredible export that we have, and it's a really strong aspect of Irish business. So we would obviously go to the field days every year as a team okay. and try to promote Irish machinery. And yeah, so there'd be a fair bit of travel between sort of Sydney, Melbourne, throughout Australia, and then obviously throughout um, throughout going to New Zealand. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, that's very interesting. Yeah. I suppose. I didn't realize there was uh, more than I didn't realize like there was a Sydney office, Melbourne office. And so obviously you're traveling around Australia to do that. Um, and then I suppose, how do you find life in Sydney? I'm sure you love it. Well, you've obviously lived there before, so you know a bit. 
Yeah, um, I suppose probably Sydney's one of the interesting ones. At times, it's almost like immigrating, but not immigrating. Um, yeah. Yeah, I had a couple of friends over here. So um, I had a few Australian friends from when I was last living and working here. So they've been great so far. It's kind of like, uh, it's been a very soft landing in the sense of, I kind of knew them, I kind of arrived in. Yeah, uh, comforting. Yeah, comforting, yeah. And then I've had one or two of my friends move over here and like Sydney is a, it's a cracking city to live and work in. Um, yeah, I don't imagine. You, there's still times where I kind of pinch myself and be like, God, I'm, I'm actually here. Know, yeah. <laughs> um, it's just nice. Um, I actually um, I'm living with a few Australians and a couple of, and a English girl because I was kind of living with a couple of Irish, but I thought you know I better spread my wings and try to yeah, yeah. live and living and working. Yeah, over yeah. Here. you moved away for a reason. Yeah, yeah, I was like, God, I better try meet a couple of Australians, otherwise I might be in the Irish yeah. here for for the full two years. But um, yeah. no, great. Um, I love it. The city's fantastic. And uh, I have a couple of friends moving over now in the next few weeks, so it'll only get better, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, no, definitely. And I'd say that it's kind of nice, though, in some sense, like, maybe perhaps, like, obviously, I'm sure it's time to time you might get homesick, and, like, there's still a, quite an Irish community in the network there, so you have, yeah. that, like, home away from home. Yeah, and, like, um, the one thing I really, I think I would recommend, um, like, the one thing I've, I've found great since I've moved over here is how welcoming the Irish community is over here. Um, yeah. I'm sure that probably goes for everywhere around the world, yeah. but in particular from both from working in Enterprise Ireland and sort of just myself personally moving over. Um, the Irish community over here has been great in the sense of they've all gone through the move. They're willing to help. They're full of giving you advice. They'll point you to the local Irish shop and tell you where to get Tato. So, yeah, it's really yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I feel like that is with everywhere. Just Irish people, whenever they see another Irish person abroad, it's just... The friendliest, the welcoming, the welcome is just so um very warming. Yeah. Um, and then, so I suppose, I presume you then recommend for like obviously a lot of young people now are emigrating abroad, and in particular Australia. So would you recommend Sydney in particular, um, or Melbourne, or just anywhere really in Australia? Yeah, um, I, I've had a great time here. Uh, don't get me wrong, and uh, it's been yeah, it's been great so far but um yeah I always think I probably would go back home eventually um, and live and work but um no it's been great so far like I love living in Sydney and it's a lovely city Um, yeah how many years have been there now um so I've only been here six months so I moved over oh okay I did yeah so um, okay finished up university there in uh, towards the end of July August time last year and then got this role and then moved out in October Oh, okay. So you're still still a little bit of a newbie. Yeah, still, yeah. 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 <laughs> the is the saying over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then how do you have a rough idea of how long you're planning on staying or you're just kind of yeah. taking it as comes? Yeah, so I'm over here on a on a two year contract. So I am. So we'll be okay. contract and then after that, obviously we'll have to wait and see how everything works out. But um, yeah. yeah, it's it's good. It's been great so far. Um I was actually I was lucky enough, the reason why I was I moved over in October. I was lucky enough to actually with the EI to help organize sort of International Markets Week, which would be one of our big sort of weeks of the year where we fly all our overseas staff home and they meet with sort of all of our client companies. And it's kind yeah. of done from the standpoint of if you wanted to um, say you wanted to export to the Australian market and you didn't know anything about Australia, you get the opportunity to kind of meet our fellow MAs talk to them about sort of coming to Australia, you know, what it looks like, 
um, yeah. sort of would you do well here, yada, yada, yada. And okay, after yeah. that, there'd be sort of hopefully a couple of opportunities for us would arise. And yeah, it's been good. So I got the opportunity okay. to see how the organizing of that all works. Okay. That was yeah. the already yes, it was really good. Okay. So yeah, I'd say that was a good starting point, anyways. Yeah. Yeah, it was great because um, obviously I got I got about four or five weeks to kind of work at home and see how the national side of things works. And um, yeah, it was really, really good. I loved it. Okay. And that's not like a training thing, is it? So you would normally, like in normal circumstances, you would get, move over first and then get your training? Or was it like a training in Ireland move over then? Yeah. So um, how it would actually work would be um, we do two weeks training in Ireland. So we would um, normally how EI works, we do two weeks training in Ireland and then you'd head over to your actual market then in September. Um, okay. But I was lucky enough to be sort of asked to do this project and I was working alongside Maureen Barry, who I'm sure will appreciate the shout out. And she kind of <laughs> took me under her wing and showed me kind of how EI worked on both the national side, um, which was great to see because you don't necessarily get to see that all the time on the international side kind of how yeah. things work like in Ireland so yeah yeah, yeah. really good to get, like get a bit of insight into how the national yeah, side works and then obviously then move over and do the international side of things yeah no definitely that was very definitely great to see both sides of it um and then Paddy's week was last week um so you had a big week with EI last week was it you're very busy yeah. So um, we actually, so St. Patrick's Week over here in particular, um, around the world, it's sort of the big week of the year. But um, yeah, of in particular here in Australia, um, our St. Patrick's Week is kind of the big, one of our biggest weeks of the year. And this year we do probably um, some of our biggest events. So we were lucky enough to actually have Simon Coveney over on a trade and investment mission. Oh, so, amazing. Yeah, I think I actually saw that, yeah. Yeah, so we had him here in the Australian market for a trade and investment mission, which was absolutely fantastic. So every year we run business lunches in both sort of Sydney and Melbourne. And it's a fantastic sort of networking opportunity, not only for our client companies, but also for uh, sort of our wider business network. So we would invite people from kind of our wider business network. And then we'd invite a lot of our client companies from Ireland. And then they would get together and there'd be a lot of networking involved and it would be people who kind of be sort of helpful to the Irish cause, if that makes sense. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was fantastic. So we did our lunch down in Melbourne. Then we did our lunch here in Sydney. And then we did advisory panels in both Sydney and Melbourne that we were lucky enough to have Simon Coveney attend. And it was just really interesting to see sort of the good work that Team Ireland does. So I suppose from an Enterprise Ireland side, um, it was great to have the minister at both both our lunches and at our advisory panels. And it really gave us an opportunity to show sort of our business network that we have over here. And also, you know, the good work we do through like the advisory panels, et cetera. But also yeah. the IDA was also doing a number of their own events. And um, Tourism okay. Ireland was also doing a number of their own events. Um, yeah. So big Sydney. Yeah, so it was really interesting to see just how all the different Irish agencies really come together to run a trade mission, really promote Ireland. And then also yeah. like, will from the Australian side to that mission was great to see. Yeah, but it was a very busy week. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah, it's kind of amazing to see how like prominent and like dominant all the Irish industries still are, even like so far away as Australia. Yeah, um, I think there's definitely, like, I've loved working here in Australia and New Zealand. There's a lot of goodwill, I think, towards the Irish. And yeah. I think you've a lot of 
high-end, like incredible Irish businesses and Irish innovation coming out of Ireland, that I think the quality that's coming out of Ireland at the moment really speaks for itself. And I think that combined with the goodwill is probably the reason why Irish businesses have been quite successful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that's amazing. Um, I think that's all for today, Richard. But thank you so much for coming on. And it was really interesting, your story, and just so amazing as to how you've got to where you are today. And I think you've definitely enticed a few people to move over to Sydney. Yeah. So I think you'll have a few more Irish cohorts with you soon. <laughs> yeah, no um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on today. No worries. Thank you, Tara.